Okay, welcome, Paniacs. It's Sunday night, January 30th. We know right now Joe Shiesty is heading to the Super Bowl. He's going to take on Matty Dufresne that literally climbed through a river of shit to make it out on the other end and finally going to get his shot at the Super Bowl. That means being in Detroit for as long as he was. So we're in the Midwest and we're firing up our slow cookers and getting stuff ready, planning our menus for the big day. But there are also frozen goods out there. And many of you guys are planning those as well. So tonight on the bag of six, we're preheating the oven to a robust 450. Because I've got Tyler and Robert with me. And we are drafting our favorite frozen foods because this is Pain Productions. Welcome, fellas. How are you doing? Speak first, then I'll go. <laughs> I am great, Brian. Thank you for having me on on this Sunday evening. Appreciate the opportunity to talk about frozen foods, a personal passion of mine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's That's the thing. There's no shit. Everybody's always... There's a balance of both. I mean, everybody, you can still eat clean. You can eat fresh, but there's, there's always a need. Yeah. yeah I celebrate the whole, I celebrate the whole catalog as they say. So I'm ready to roll. And Bobby, Bobby sleeves, uh, three-time vet of, of paint productions. I know you're yes. no stranger to the, to the oven. Are you an air fryer guy, an oven guy? What's going on? I've never owned an air fryer. Uh, <laughs> I, I used to have like my, You'll you'll see from my choices as long as you guys don't steal them. You'll see from my choices that um, the toaster oven was my mm. best friend. The frozen food in the toaster oven mm. when I was a bachelor was eighty percent of meals. You know, you could heat it up to three seventy five so quickly. You had the little tray; it was easy to clean. <laughs> you could put anything in there, heat it up, and go. And so you'll see, you'll see what you, I don't want to give anything away. I don't even want to like hint at what I'm going to take in case somebody else takes it. So you, you'll see how the toaster oven has influenced. Uh, let's just say the first 30 years of my life. I was about to say, I just, I just jotted down what I think one of yours is going to be based on that alone, because yeah, I even, but I, I was lazy enough. I still put the tiny piece of foil on my tiny little tray. Yes. <laughs> he said, easy to clean. I'm like, nah, it's <laughs> still not easy enough for me. I'm putting the tiny foil down every single time. I have, I have a money. toaster oven that had the, it had the tray, but it also had the little tray that went in the tray with the holes in it. So you could get a little, Ooh. like it wasn't completely. So some of the things I would cook right on the little holes thing. So I couldn't oh. foil for those because I, for some reason in my mind, the <laughs> venting the underneath, <laughs> I needed that special kind of heat uh, <laughs> to crisp or to, or to fully heat throughout. I, I'm way too lazy for the tinfoil. I just, I view the, the tray as being properly seasoned and I just let it go. It's got food on there from, six years ago i'm gonna burn the house okay. down but. see tyler when i thought of frozen food with you i think of one thing and i still tell people this to this day is how you and your wife do the microwave timing oh, yeah. can still. we cover that first before we get to anything else because it's been like i don't know how many i don't know many people that do this it's even it's even gotten better because we have a new microwave that had had an extra zero added so for you ryan what what this he's referring to is i'm incredibly lazy and I have no use for no use for any preset microwave buttons. So 
what we do, what we are in the middle of is I just set the microwave at 99 colon 99. <laughs> just keep hitting start, start, start. We're, we're in the 40s right now, counting down. So. <laughs> but don't you have to clock that a little bit more, though? Like, don't you have to, or do you just stay there and watch it? Like, I would be nervous to go to the bathroom and then, like, you know. I can't yeah, say any pics, but something exploded I, while I went. And then all of a sudden I got a text and I was, oh, no, there's no buzzer. No, I'm a habitual micro checker because it's a perfect temperature. I have to reach. I mean, we're, we're months into this I and mean, <laughs> we celebrate. We celebrate when it gets down to zero. But actually, to be fair, we did get jacked up by a power outage. Recently. Oh, Sorry, I never thought about the power outage. Oh, concept, but. Because I would think that if it, if you if you were down to short like just like a minute and a half left, and it's like here it is, this is the moment. Like, what do you do? Like, what do you do if you have like a minute and a half left, and you've got a two and a half minute item? Like, do you... I would I would find something to cook in its stead. I would find okay. a yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That makes total sense. Yeah, you're it's right. Not a scalable system. It, it's 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 it's, it's leftovers perfect. week. We're under ten minutes, folks. Yeah. <laughs> that's great so my list is deep but it also i in judging from uh robert's setup it's also uh personal and and i don't even know if some of these things are still in existence i'm 99.9 I'm percent sure they are because i've had most of them but some of these I, I cut my teeth on they were college staples and still live on to today and some of them are, are fresh ones where, you know, they're always still innovating. And I respect the industry for keeping our frozen foods moving. And, and, you know, brands get involved. People are getting smart and putting their product in grocery stores. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time I saw a Taco Bell hot sauce at Schnucks. I'm like, thank you, man. Like, you're, you're not out any money by, by doing that, man. I'm, I'm still going to get the bell. Right. But when the person right. forgets my packets... I need my backup at home, or if I'm going to, maybe a pick on my list needs a little extra kick. I need that hot. Yes. Give me the awesome one. Thank you. Thank you, Chick-fil-A, for making, putting their sauce in a gigantic fat and letting me. <laughs> exactly. Fun. All right. So uh, I'm going to pick the list, or I'm going to pick the order. And since there are three of us, we will go in uh, uh, snake formation. So we're going to do, uh, you know, first, second, third, third second first so forth mm -hmm. and since this is uh his first appearance on pay production tyler is going to take first pick bobby's going to take pick two and you know your humble host will will gladly take up the rear i'm so nervous that like i have the like to me there is one and it's kind of rare but it's like the only thing and i'm so nervous that he would take it with the first pick it's, oh, it's, no. even though it's kind of out there it's a must have. <laughs> I have to have it on my list. My list won't make any sense to me tomorrow morning if it's not on my list. All right. So without further ado, drum roll going on. Tyler, with your first pick in the frozen foods draft. I, I am going with peanut butter and jelly uncrustables as number one on the list. Is that it? Is is that, it's not. It's that wasn't. Uh, I, I was assuming that would be his first pick, and it wasn't. Okay. What I was okay. For, so, yes. So, uh, and I have to preface this by saying that, that I introduced Robert to Uncrustables just two weeks ago, and it yes. was, was a religious experience for 
So I'm going them because because it's it is a versatile choice. I can have an encrustable for breakfast. I can have an encrustable for lunch. I can have it for dinner. I can. There you go, my man. I would like to show you what I ate well, before coming. You still got the strawberry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I still. I, I am. A, I know you guys were talking about the grape, but I, I'm a strawberry guy. Like if I make a PB and J, I make it with strawberry. So I'm a strawberry guy. Yeah, and and midnight snack uncrustable. That's kiss. So number one for me. Beautiful, beautiful. Do you have a technique like or or a you know as a man that has set his uh, microwave to nine nine point nine nine. You know, these take a little care. They're not the typical uh, prep as as normal <laughs> frozen well, foods they, go. Now, th- you, this is after ex- significant experimentation. There is a science to it. And contrary to my microwave technique, you have to treat the Uncrustable with, with tender love and care. Because <laughs> if you if you let it sit out too long, it's going to get dry. And that's is a criminal event when it comes to violating that perfect ratio of peanut butter and jelly, that, that marvel of chemical engineering that they figured out that, that pillow of bread surrounding the, the peanut butter with that perfectly layered jelly. So the, the method is you thaw in the refrigerator that keeps the bread moist and magnifies the experience it's just that's and you have to you have to treat it with care how long do you have to keep it in the refrigerator for it's approximately 20 to 30 minutes wow all right you're talking fridge and not open air no not open air because if you're in a drier time of year like we are now even though it's inside the package the bread will get a little bit dry and so that the refrigerator option will, will prevent that from happening. So it takes a little bit longer, but I time it out. You know, I know that I'm going to eat it this time and I'll take my encrustable out at the proper time. Wow. Interesting. Interesting technique. All that's, right, that's why man. I don't like, that's why I don't like, there's, there's another flavor I like. It's the, it's the honey, it's peanut butter and honey, but my experience is it takes longer to thaw. I don't know what the, the science is on that, but I don't, I, I always find myself back at the peanut butter and jelly because I feel like the 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 experience is, is tainted when you when you bite bite into a hard midsection of the crustable. It kind of ruins the experience. Mm. Mm. And I feel this is going to be a theme with most frozen foods because that was part of my problem in college was the pre planning. Like if I got home from the bars, I don't want to wait for the oven to preheat. I don't want to wait for the cook time. Like I'm looking at a 40 minute turnaround for something mm. that I want to eat right now. Yeah. So there yeah. is, there is a technique. There is a pre-planning with frozen foods that people don't, <laughs> well, they have realized, but if, if I'm having, you know, as, as you're talking about an Uncrustable, that's going to take me 30 minutes in the fridge before I can even get to it, dude. I got, I got to plan my, my, my day out. And that yeah. camp, how is that your late night snack? You got to, my late night mm-hmm. snacks are impromptu. Yeah, I can't I can't say, oh, at, at, at 1130, I'm going to have an Uncrustable. So it's 11 o'clock now. Does does it last till the morning? Like, say uh, you get a uh, I call it a Gumby situation because I got banned from Gumby's for always passing out before they uh, delivered my food to me. 
if you happen to put your Uncrustable in at 11 o'clock, fall asleep, is it still okay in the morning or is it, does the fridge keep it still pristine? No, it's, it's, well, the package says consume within six to eight hours. I don't know what magical chemical condition <laughs> happens at the eight hour point, but. Um, you never wanted to find out. I felt comfortable with the overnight situation. So yeah, it's like, I feel like a gremlin, you know, don't, don't, don't consume after eight or it's going to patch in your stomach. <laughs> He said he falls asleep at eleven. He's at you know six fifty nine, just wolfing yeah. it down yeah. because that one minute mark's coming and it's it's gonna be all over with. Yeah, I had, I, had, I had to take that down before the eight hour window, <laughs> or else there's gonna be six of me. All right, seven hours fifty nine minutes, perfection. You know, one poison, immediate death. I love it. All right, uncrustables. And I sent you guys a TikTok. Has anybody tried to bake or air fry an Uncrustable yet? That's like the hot thing on TikTok is the... Yeah, you said that. I haven't. I don't have an air fryer either. Yeah, I don't have an air fryer. Have you ever tried the toaster, Tyler? No. I've been tempted to drop it in there see what happens. but Yeah, you can try. I'm afraid you can get leakage. I would worry about leakage. Yeah, that's a good point. You're a purist. I respect that. All right. Your pick has not been sullied, Bobby. You're right. You're right. And you're going to laugh when you hear what it is. Um, <laughs> but there is, like, my pantheon of frozen foods has one item in it, like, sitting on a throne with a light blazing it. So, A, when I was right. a child, uh, mostly, like, junior high and high school, like my mom went back to work. Uh, and and meals got more instant kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we had a Schwann's man. Never oh, had yeah. a Schwann's man. Oh, he yeah. would drop by and you buy a bunch of stuff and you put it in the freezer and then you cook that and that's your dinners. The rib sandwich was good. There was a lot of mm-hmm. good Schwann stuff. I know where this but is going. But there's one above them all. It's the chicken cordon bleu. Uh, the Schwann's you chicken bastard. cordon bleu is my number one forever Number one frozen food cannot be topped. Now, you had to get really, really good at the temperature. I mean, the, the middle of that thing, if you eat it too fast, it's molten lava. But it's it's like processed chicken wrapped around like broccoli and cheese in the middle with breading on the outside. And it it is number one, number two, number three on my list. Number four is blank. And then I'll go with something else for number five. I thought right, you were going to go with the pizza ring. Did have them, but but the, the Schwann's chicken cordon bleu is in its own category. I feel Ryan, like you're making like faces. You, Did you have I'm shook? I'm shook. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Yeah. shook. I went yes. with the Antioch Farms version because uh right. <clears throat> that's what came later in the uh in the uh in the in the wrapper. It came in the you know the, the cellophane wrapper and yep. Yep. And I'm upset that you already said the cheese and the broccoli because that's not what's in the chicken cordon bleu, sir. That's in the broccoli cheddar version. Oh, God, you're right. You're there right. was the, the ham, ham and the sauce. I the mean, like, the Swiss. I, I feel yes. like he sold it. You stole it from me, and then you just bastardized it right in front of my face, man. <laughs> oh. oh, yes, you're right. It was that little slice of ham that could. Curl there was up. a Kiev version with the butter and the herbs in it, too. I mean, yes, oh, the my Kiev, God. You'd, you'd open it up and it would just like blow. It would, it would like sometimes burst, yeah, like a hiss of steam and butter coming out. 
So yes. oh my god, I didn't think I this never was shaded toward those. I, I always was there was one thing was off putting about this because those should be in my wheelhouse. But I feel like every time I cut open the 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 first bite, the yes. first leak would be like this water product, and it was always yes. inappetizing to me. It was the key to the entire thing was the toaster oven. For it whatever was. reason, you go oven, you just can't get it right. That little toaster mm -hmm. oven, you get. I forget. I, mm -hmm. It's been years since I had it, so I don't remember the exact. I just figured out a temperature ratio with. Uh, the little toaster oven doing two of them at a time and I'd get home from tennis practice in high school and mom and dad are still at work or whatever. And my sister's off at college and I'm on my own for dinner tonight and two chicken corn on blue in the toaster ovens. It's, you know, it's, it's the, you know, people mm -hmm. think of like the foods when you're a kid, like the ratatouille kind of feeling. If they made <laughs> ratatouille about me, yeah. it would be, Schwann's chicken cordon bleu. You son of a bitch, man. <laughs> oh my god. I thought I could wait a couple rounds even on that. Yep. Oh god, it's so it's so perfect. I, it was such and it was such a test of patience, too, because not only you had to prep, you had to cook because the outside was breaded, so you wanted that crisp. Yep. But even when you pulled it out, you if you dare cut into it early, yeah, you get ooze. And yes. it's going to pop and it's going to ruin it. So you had to wait till it cooled down enough for the 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 insides to congeal enough. Yes. And I had like a technique, you know, I'd take my first bite and just a little bit would come out. Mm -hmm. But any that would, I would come up and I'd spread it on the top a little bit so that I can get like <laughs> even amounts of the cheese <laughs> and the ham for every bite. Because if you if you cut into it when it was still too hot, your plate's just your plate's jacked up. The whole meal's jacked up. Everything spills out because you need the congeal factor as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why the Kiev was always bad. You can never congeal that one. That one was just going to be a buttery mess no matter what you did. But the yep. broccoli cheddar and the cordon bleu, if you let yep. them just like sit like, I don't know, about five, six minutes just to let the insides just hang out in the, in the open air. Yep. Then they, they came out in a nice, good oozy pace not like not not a sh yeah man not a not a liquid yep. but not a not like a you know the perfect the perfect congeal yep <clears throat> son of a i just knew i had to go first i just even though it's rare and it's not out there i just felt like it was gonna wow. be gone oh and at the grocery store they were like 89 cents of, like i said i was gonna go antioch farms i, I like those better than the no shade on Schwann's. There's were perfectly cromulent. And maybe it was because we had a creepy Schwann's guy. We had a really creepy <laughs> one. The one that was like, this should have been in like an 80s uh, like sitcom or something. <laughs> Our garage door was not automatic. We lived out in this neighborhood out in the in, outskirts of town. Everybody, we barely locked our doors like that kind of neighborhood. So we had like the fiberglass garage door where you just twisted the handle and lifted it up. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, after five or six, you know, whatever's like this dude would literally just open our garage door and come and knock like on the, our kitchen door that was like, yo, man, mm -hmm. come to the front door, dude. We, we don't yes. know you like that. So, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. you know, he, he, he brought the goods. So it was like, hey, man, mm -hmm. you really can't be doing that. But we still need a bunch of golden nugget bars and silver mints and, you know, yes. and definitely yes. some blues. So, mm -hmm. gosh, all right, man. Now I'm a little on tilt. 
even though I didn't even plan this for number one, it was going to tie my whole, my whole thing together, but you know, okay. All right. So I'm going to start with the snack. And even though we have one of these at the mall, you can make them at home for just as good. So my first pick, I'm going to take the Auntie Anne's pretzels. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just had one yesterday. The sourdough pretzels, they come in a box. You get you get a bunch of them. If you want to microwave them, you can. The oven's obviously better. You drizzle them with a little bit of water, and they give you the, the chunky salt packets that you can shake on top, and it'll mm. bake in there with it. And then, you know, even though it's not a frozen food, the key to it is if you get the the peel back can of Fritos cheese as your little as your dip. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll I'll, I'll cream cheese it. I'll, I'll hit some marinara if I want to. It's it's a perfect vessel, but they're perfectly fine and alone because it does come with butter packets as well. So, you know, also touching upon thank you for, you know, even though you're a chain introducing your product, I've eaten so many more of those than going to the actual mall to get one from the kiosk that, yeah, I, I will put those bad boys out. They're a hit any time of the day. They're about five minutes in the oven, a minute and a half in the microwave. So quick, so easy. And they're, per- I've never ruined one. They're unruinable. You can't, you can't screen unless you, you know, you put on your full 99 minutes, Tyler it might be the only way you can ruin an Auntie Anne's pretzel. You just did to me what Robert did to you in the, in that cat. You took, the, the the topic or the category and stole a little bit of, of one of my future draft picks because I have literally my third pick here was uh, Auntie Anne Pretzel Dog. So oh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not going to use that as a technicality. Uh-huh. Auntie Anne, so I'm not going to we're not going to double up when we get to those rounds. But <clears> that's my selection from the Auntie Anne Frozen uh, inventory is the is the Pretzel Dog. Yeah, yeah. Those. those are tasty. Right, I gotta tell you, I mean, this isn't frozen food, but I was, I went to the mall, was it Marketplace on was it yesterday? No, it was Friday. It was Friday, I had to get a present for my wife, and uh, I looked at Macy's, and I'm like, I wonder if J.C. Penny, I think it's still open down there. I'm going to walk the other end, and I'm going to see, <laughs> if I go to the other end, J.C. Penny doesn't have it, so I go back to Macy's, I'm going to buy this thing, I get halfway through, you smell the antique hands, like, wait a second, hold on, yep, yep, I know what that is, Yeah. so... I bought the Auntie Anne's and then I'm like, I don't want to be the walking guy. I've had my mask on. I should probably find a table to sit. So like right between like those, the, the poster booth with the really weird paintings and like oh, yeah. the guy selling like phone screen covers, there's <laughs> one single table with one chair. <laughs> you know, sometimes I get recognized as champagne and it's fun. Like I would, I would love <laughs> to get a tweet from somebody saying, Hey, I just saw Robert marketplace mall sitting by himself <laughs> next to the posters eating a pretzel by himself yes that was me and i'm Never not been happier right yes. no man no exactly. shame bad dude Mm-mm. except for the salt you get too much salt it makes you cough and everybody thinks you're coughing with your mask off at the mall <laughs> right yeah that's the attention you don't want that's right uh, but yeah, that's that's the beauty about doing the home, man. You can control because my kids aren't aren't big salts, and my wife actually does the opposite, where she'll put her salt on the side, and she'll dip the end of the pretzel and stir it around in the salt and get a huge salty bite, mm-hmm. and then the rest is not as salted. So I mean, you can you can it's all a cart, man. You can 
but the quality's still there. I mean, yeah, the the, the I have to ask, big in the end. I have to ask the side question now uh, of Tyler because my wife salts on the side everything. Fries, she doesn't put salt on the fries. She puts it on the puts side, on the takes the fry, oh. dips it in ketchup, dips it in salt, and goes for the. So Tyler, is this a this your wife salt on the side? Is this a is this a wives kind of thing? <laughs> it's not. She 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 has a father who is for lack of a better word an aggressive salter of everything mm-hmm. and so i think she has this stigma that i'm going to call her her father when she's salting food so she, she rarely salts anything anymore the on the, I, will, I was like whoa calm down there rich my wife will salt the ketchup for the fries she actually oh, puts it smart. straight on the ketchup, so it's all in in that mix right there. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I never saw that before. I was with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, now this is the tough one because I'm running it back, and it's going to be a long time before I pick. I already got spoiled once. Do I want to get spoiled again? Um, yeah, I'm going to break the pizza barrier. I mean, it mm-hmm. is frozen foods. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. We could do. We could almost done a whole draft on this, but. For me, there is a goat in the frozen pizza section. It's just a bit up north if you want to get it fresh. But here in Champaign, if you want your home run in, you got to buy it at the grocery store. And the home run in sausage pizza is my mm-hmm. goat of frozen pizzas. So that that is my pick at number two. I've attempted, yeah, really. the, I've attempted the grill a couple times. I haven't quite mastered that. So I'm just straight oven. I don't go the full 15 minutes at 450. I go 13 minutes and then slowly check on it because the one thing about home run in as that cheese will turn on you super quick. If you, if you like a, a darker and more um, crispy, like not, not quite as crusty burnt cheese, but it'll turn on you in like 15, 20 seconds, man. So at about 13 minutes, I start with the oven up and down move. And so I, I've got it down to a fine science, but that that cracker crust is buttery. Roll that, it's delicious. Roll that back. So roll that back. You said you're not using a pizzazz with your frozen pizzas? <laughs> Wait, roll I'll, that back. <laughs> I was going to bring that up with the, uh, with the air fryer and just the fact that I don't have room for I need I need to make enough money. So make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star <laughs> review. For, um, one of my buddies has a butler's kitchen, and first time I ever saw that, my head exploded. And so, no, I just, I'm out of counter space, dude. I'm just out of counter space. I don't have the pizzazz. I don't have an air fryer because I got suckered into uh, – what was the the hot pressure uh, instant pot? I got an instant pot yeah. up there. I got I got the the coffee machine with the pods. I don't even drink coffee. I got I got all kinds of shit up there, and so no, I do not have the pizzazz, man. I've always wanted a pizzazz. I, I I'm jealous of the pizzazz. If you have yes. a pizzazz, you're in that camp, and I'm jealous of you. But no, I do not have the pizzazz. I have nieces and nephews that are all about the same age. They are all in the right now in the. 21 through 24 both my wife's side and my side there's like five there's there's three nieces on my side and, and a nephew and niece on my wife's side we literally gave out five pizzazz pizzas for one christmas to all of them individually because they were at that, that age they're like 20 and just moving out on their own for the first time so you gotta have one 
So it's just, and you talk about counter space, you got to make room for it to that. So <laughs> that's like, that's like high, the highest priority. That's like number one above the Instapot, above the coffee, the pizzazz. It's on our counter. It doesn't move. <laughs> it's there. It's a piece of furniture right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to spoil any other picks, but there's definitely another pizza that's it that is frozen that is pretty much pizzazz quality only or or and and if you do hit that right it is a it is an 11 out of a 10 but if you don't have the pizzazz it, it, it's like a seven and a half maybe an eight so uh home run in is is definitely my goat so i had to go there but yeah jealous of the pizzazz jealous yep. of all the pizzazz owners that was my there, number man. hri it's at the top of my sheet here hri in the Boom. pizza category, <laughs> it was our. It's the second time you you snaked me there, but you're right about the cheese. It tur- it almost like caramelizes into like a caramel product. It, it, it's perfect, and then it's just like this brittle yeah. formation. It, and some people like that crispy. Che- I'm not. I'm not here to. I'm not here to. You know shit on anybody's yum, but you know there is just this balance here. Because also, if you come a little bit early. It's not quite congealed yet, and it can be kind of um, it, 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 it. You can still tell where it spreads apart when you pull it out. So yeah, yep. there, there's just that magic like minute and a half moment between like perfection and just a little bit overdone. And so yeah, it, it definitely takes you know some skill. But I, I've cooked thousands of them, so I, I've got the technique. And and when it's done right, as Miyagi can said, no can defend, dude. Like you know, it's yeah, it's the crane that, kick. It's the crane kick of pizzas, dude. That crust is unassailable. It's just yeah. the best. Yeah. Whew. All right. I'm up. I think I recovered from Robert snatching the soul clean out of my body. And I'm yeah. feeling okay. Well, I'm glad to. There were two things I needed to have. And I'm going to get both of them on my list. Boom. Um, and number two for me, clearly number two behind the Schwans. Um, I don't know if this will take the entire fish stick category but yeah. um I'm, I'm a fish stick guy and mm-hmm. uh, i'm a vandy camps guy i am not Ooh. get gorton's out of here <laughs> get the stupid yellow whatever uh, i live i live for the vandy camp um i i would put a certain vandy camp fish stick the bigger ones up against uh many fish and chips at some pub somewhere um, I, I, I don't know why I'm not generally a fish guy. I mean, if I'm out to eat at a nice restaurant, I'm not going to have the sea bass. I, I don't normally do that, but, um, yeah, Vandy camp fish stick is, is fish perfection for me. Uh, I don't know what they do about the ratio, but it's, you know, again, <laughs> got to go with the toaster oven, but um, what's your, what's your condiment of choice? Oh, I'm a, I'm a tartar sauce guy. So, for the um, old make, I just make my own just straight up dill relish and, and mayo so um yeah I'm a, I'm a tartar sauce make your own tartar sauce don't buy it doesn't yeah. taste right and uh, i make my own tartar sauce and then vinaigrette fish sticks it's um you know i i don't know how they make them that crispy but uh whatever they do to you know whatever <laughs> scientific process exists <laughs> to make something frozen turn crispy um they did it right i love that you predicated on the or, you know that you're not really, you're, you're still not really a fish guy, Robert. You know, I love that yeah. you equated, <laughs> point, I love yeah. that you equated like Chilean sea bass to, to Vanicam. 
fish sticks. I'm not. I, let me predicate this. I'm not a fish guy. Right, man. You, you, you still are, buddy. <laughs> like, yep. yes. And there's nothing yes. wrong with that. There's no shade. Yes. No yes. shade thrown, man. <laughs> God bless it. I love that. If I'm not, oh, yes. Yes. If I'm not. I'm not gonna get the <laughs> the tartar. Oh, we're processed little bits of fish. The various fish ground into something <laughs> fried and right. uh, processed. Right. Yes, but uh, yeah, uh, me and seafood. God, I love that. I'm Let so glad you called this me out that I don't normally get the tuna tartare, but on occasion, <laughs> I've been known to win. Yeah. <laughs> but I will, I will get down on the Vandicams. Don't so, get us confused. I've not, I've not typically been a big fish stick guy. Are, are, have they made like? fish nuggets or you still get like the little rectangular squares or whatever and the, the, the reason i'm asking that question is because I, I need to know no shame in this game how many of those could you eat in a sitting oh man oh god i i don't know like <laughs> I, I, I don't even want to think about that i mean if, if your question is like what varieties can you get there yeah. i mean you can get big planks that are like crispy breaded you can get tiny little sticks that are just you know, I, I like the bigger plank kind of things. Yeah. Uh, that, that that aren't like a panko. They're, they're not the crust that you'd see on a frozen chicken patty or something like that. They, they have more of a batter kind of thing. Um, but yes, you could, there is that you can go chunk, you can go stick, you can go plank, you can go fish and chips kind of uh, wedge. Uh, it's, it's all yeah. out there. I mean, I'm picturing movie night at the Rosenthal house and, and mm -hmm. man's like, Hey, let's watch a movie. You make the popcorn. I'm like, I got a better idea. I got a bowl of fish sticks. We don't go that direction. Yes. No, it is, uh, is more of a, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a delicacy. Just, just like Chilean sea bass. Yeah. I think the spinoff of my bag of six is going to be a bowl of fish, dude. I think that's basically what's coming. So, it's just if, if it rolls right off the tongue. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, let's see. Where oh, we're back to two choices. Tyler's got Tyler. back to backs, dude. And I, I've I've raided his uh I've raided his butler's kitchen for his pizzazz. Yeah. Tried to try to <laughs> try to pay back. So all right, you're so up. double dip from the same aisle in the same store. And um I guess I'll I'll preface this by saying you guys have Trader Joe's and Champagne. Yes. No, we do not. I mean, in St. Louis, God, I just said yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Like shit, Savoy came up, dude. We're yeah. like bad, man. <laughs> wait, okay, wait a minute. Well, then, when back so, in St. Louis, it, I will it, go to Trader Joe's to come to then bring some of these frozen. So I'm, I got a lot of TJs here, so I'm really nervous. I'm going. I'm doubling up my TJs. The first is the chicken tiki masala rice bowl from trader joe's it's just the perfect single serving lunch if, if, if i'm going breakfast lunch dinner on this list my if, after i've had an uncrustable for my sweet fix on lunch the next day i'm making a chicken tiki masala from trader joe's it is just mm -hmm. i mean a whole bunch of indian food they have whatever they have going on there they, they do indian food frozen correct and and chicken tiki masala is the top of that list so it's just fantastic i don't know i could take you to the freezer right now and show you chicken tiki masala in the back of the freezer from well, the last trader joe's when i was in st louis yeah well then i will 
dive right into my next choice. Don't don't take look. it. Okay. All right. So then, since you took my um, Ann's pretzel category dog, a very similar um, product, and, and and even Steven, I'm like, it's it's like I, I if you put two in front of me, I don't know which I take first. But they have Trader Joe's, which are basically little pigs in a blanket. The look, they're they're frozen little croissant looking things like in triangles with a little smoky link sticking out each side of it. You, those are oven baked, not microwaved. They get that crisp on there. They get that flaky kind of phyllo dough crust on them. And that is the perfect Super Bowl. It's just fantastic. So that's where I'm going with those. That's my, that's my snack pick on, uh, on this list. So I can vouch for both of these as a, as a frequenter of Trader Joe's when I lived in San Luis, I can vouch for both. <laughs> both are fantastic. And really, yeah. like, <clears throat> I don't I don't know how how Trader Joe's does it. But, like, yeah, as far as, like, they, they have a – they got a whole wing at Trader Joe's HQ that's, like, how do we become known as the place to get the best frozen foods? Because that aisle is always the one at Trader Joe's that's just solid people. Yeah, you mentioned the naan. I have friends who like live for that frozen. How do you make it soft when it defrosts or cook it? You know, like there's just so much in that one aisle at Trader Joe's. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, man. Pigs in a blanket are tough to tough to uh, recreate in frozen. But you know, especially when you can, you know, you can do. And I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get my own uh, crescent roll container, pop it open and, and pre-roll mine and and burn half of them, man. So, yeah, that that that's an art form. That's an art form. Well done, Joe, whoever the hell you are. Well done. Yes. They've yes. Done. I feel like you got to make a road trip somewhere to collect after this podcast. You got to figure out a way to, to sample some of these products. Yeah, we've got about. He seems to have a whole freezer full of it. Mm-hmm. I got some TJs right now. <laughs> We've tried. I mean, the, the collective town of, of Champaign Urbana has put our case forward. It's not really? for lack of trying. We've we've tried to get TJs in here, especially in the uh, southwest quadrant, especially now that um, the Carl at the Fields and everything's moving out there. Uh, there's been a movement to get it right off that interchange there by Curtis road um, so that it can be accessible from other towns around. It'll be one day, one day, my friend, we will get TJ's. All right. Swinging it back to you, Bobby sleeves. Some TJ's are off the board, but it didn't sound like he really struck. I'm going to be strategic here. My third pick was going to be a TJ's item. But since you don't know <laughs> yeah, good items point. very well, good point, good point. I can I'm leave def- that to come back around and I could take something that might be on your list, might not. Um, Ooh, ha, sneak attack. I'm all to <laughs> you. <laughs> but this one's, this one's a, the, I, it used to be a staple. It's not as much anymore with the kids not in the house. Like the kids <laughs> live for this, but like when the kids wanted this, I wanted this so bad. Uh, it's another marvel of frozen to crisp wonder uh but for my choice uh i am going with the ego waffle um i don't i don't go og yep i don't get how the like you would think when something defrosts even like in a toaster that it's not gonna 
like defrost to the crispiness ratio. I don't know what it is that crisps it so much and then even stays crispy like four minutes later when you're eating it. But um, yeah, whatever they came up with at the Ego Factory is near is frozen perfection because that that's the thing that's what that's where my brain was going with all this stuff is somewhere there's a lab where people are studying this and saying okay you know if we freeze bread and then people have it it's not really going to taste very good well what if we did this and use the clark griswold cereal varnish or whatever and (laughs) and they just figured it out to the point where okay if we do this and this and this people will like a bread product that's coming from frozen to crispy um and it's just it's just there you know i've tried the knockoff versions i've tried other things try the walmart version nothing is really there whatever that scientist at ego figured out (laughs) he figured out and and that's that so (laughs) i just think it's you know if we're talking pure frozen foods that make so much sense the ego is is way way up there you're saying plain are you a blueberry what's your what's your a plain 100 percent plain I've so tried the blueberry like once. Waffle and then what? Is it, is it butter and syrup? Just syrup? Peanut butter uh, and yes. syrup? How do you, which way? How, which way you roll? Uh, two in both sides of the toaster. Um, mm-hmm. Butter on the knife, ready to go as soon as they're done. Yeah. Pull them out, <laughs> immediately swipe, swipe, swipe butter. Uh, because if you can then get it in like every single hole. Yeah. Yay, oh. Yes. <laughs> and then and then at pause, you know, wait and then drizzle with with syrup and go. That's it. I um and yeah, it was mentioned children. I mean, this is a godsend to anybody, you know, getting ready for school as well. And don't get yes. me wrong, I will snatch many myself. I'm not saying they're kids, I and mean, if they are kids food, screw it. Adults can like it too. But I like to um hit both sides up and then I fold them together like butter side on top of butter side mm-hmm. and flip them over back and forth just in case I missed a couple pockets or two and yep. they will kind of drip into each other and help mm-hmm. fill each other up. That is really smart. <laughs> so that's kind of my technique to make sure because I, you know, I'm multitasking. and I got a lot going on. So I'll hit them up. I might've missed a pocket here. So I'll, I'll, I'll fold them on top of each other, butter to butter. And then mm-hmm. just flip them once or twice, and then they'll drip into each other and make sure that all their their respective pockets have been coated. And that's yep. usually that's usually the trip I take my egos down. I've On got rare occasion, go ahead, Tyler. I'm just gonna say I, I got an ego hack that I'm gonna save for later, just because maybe something that I pick in the later rounds. Okay, Ooh, ego hack. Yeah, the only other thing I would ever do is like if I don't feel like the butter and syrup. Is I sometimes have gone peanut butter banana ego. Uh, just instead of butter, I'll put, scrub peanut butter and then slice little little chunks of banana. Actually, speaking of hacks, um, when I slice a banana, I go egg slicer. So I take a chunk of that, I put it, <laughs> I have the little hard boiled egg slicer. Yeah. Drop that right through nice. there, and you've got perfect little discs of banana to put on top of the egg. Nice. All right, I'm taking notes on that, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I'm multitasking in the morning, dude. I, we maximize our time here. Yes. I'm and that's stealing. why Egos existed for us as well. With you know, when all three boys were there and trying to get off to high school and junior high or whatever. Now it's back to back. I am hitting when uh all this madness start when we first didn't know much of anything and I wasn't eating out and I was still wiping down groceries and all that kind of good stuff. <laughs> 
because the fear and uh, doing all that, there were certain issues that needed to be scratched. And I went balls deep into banquet original crispy fried chicken. It is a four piece bone in fried chicken. It's the only frozen fried chicken. I've I've tried everything on the market because I couldn't get my Popeye's. I couldn't get like any fast food chicken because I wasn't sure what was going on in the world. And so, uh, you know, curbside assistance and all that kind of stuff. I'd go and I was cleaning out Meyer, Walmart, everything. I had my own second freezer in the basement. It's it's enough. It's bar none. If you ever have the Jones for like a a a, a fried chicken, they they usually you never know what you're gonna get though. That's the one thing that they'll get you. You can get either four or five pieces. Sometimes you'll get like three thighs and a breast. Sometimes you'll get a wing leg, a breast, and a thigh. They'll mix it up on you. So that's that's about the only drawback on it. But it got to the point, and everybody was catching on, that I couldn't find it. I actually went on Amazon and ordered a case of it for, I don't know, about 150 bucks. And one day I got a cooler on my front porch nothing but boxes of fried chicken that's how much i went in on it so wow one of my running mates throughout this journey the past couple years banquets original crispy fried chicken i had to take and what's the preparation time like start to finish oh man it it takes about uh it's it it claims to say 55 minutes in the oven Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel that makes it a little too done, a little too dry, especially with, I mean, you can't just put the, a blind time on when you don't know what the pieces are. I don't want my leg in there for 55 minutes. Yeah. So I usually go about 35 minutes on one side. So I get a nice crisp on the bottom. Then I flip. And then if there's a leg or a small piece, I'll pull it out about 10 to 12 minutes later. And then everything else will go about another five minutes after that. I never go full 55. Full 55 is not the way to go. Keep it around 50, maybe a couple minutes earlier. And it's is juicy. Fascinating. Putting like the preheat and the cook time, you're, you're looking at about, you know, an hour from start mm. to finish. I don't think I've ever had frozen fried chicken. Ever right, I mean, not <clears throat> frozen nuggets or something like that, you know, but yeah, actual off the bone, yeah, dry. right, yeah, no, it's huh. delicious, man. All right, so I had to take that one, and for my next pick, whoo, I want to take my glue, I want to take my Roger Powell Jr., I want to take my glue guy, but I think he's gonna last, so I'm gonna take, uh, I gotta, I gotta scratch. My Mexican food itch, and do I go lunch or breakfast? Is where I'm at. I'm, I'm between two burritos, the lesser known Galifianakis spinoff project between two burritos. Ah, man, I love them both. Ah, all right, I'm gonna go with the El Monterey mm. egg. Yep. Sausage breakfast burrito. Solid. Yes. Solid. Mm-hmm. That is that is the go to breakfast foods that I found. As far as like a, a substance, I'm not I'm not counting egos or pancakes or anything like that. But as far as like any 
well, I don't want to say another pick, but there are other encased <laughs> breakfast foods that can be microwaved or whatnot or any mm-hmm. kind of the I, I've never had much luck with the microwave muffins or, or biscuits. Those are still on the board. But yeah, the El Monterey egg and sausage breakfast burritos. Those are my jam. And I, I'll I tell, must have I'll, them. I'll tell a quick story that when uh, uh, let's see last year around Christmas. So 13 months ago when I went to cover the Penn state football game, then the Rutgers basketball game, then the Penn state basketball games, it was in the middle of like super lockdown in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. So when I got back to my hotel room in Pennsylvania after the Rutgers game, uh, I basically was like, you know what? I should literally quarantine. So I had a hotel room with a fridge. This is when, Ryan, this is when you and I were texting about the eating bed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whether when you're in your hotel room, you get two beds, you eat on one bed, sleep in the other. (laughs) Um, So I went to the grocery store right by my hotel, and I got El Monterey breakfast burritos were one of the things. Like, I just just got a bunch of food, like some frozen food. It was a pretty big hotel room fridge. Yeah. So I didn't leave from Sunday night to Wednesday afternoon. I didn't quite literally didn't leave my hotel. Like I didn't walk down the hall. I didn't, I went to the front desk like one time on Tuesday or something, but I basically followed all quarantine rules and stayed in my room. And that was one of the, so I had to either have like, you know, like I bought a big sub from the deli at the right. grocery store. <laughs> yeah. And that was a few of the lunches or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but yes, the uh, breakfast burrito microwave, it was perfect for you know what I had to work with at that time. That was like nowhere in Pennsylvania, too, right? In the middle of yes, Nowheresville, Pennsylvania. Right? I am just quarantined deep in a hole. <laughs> That's where I did the the uh, it was when Bielma was hired. So like the Bielma press conference where I'm on Zoom. Uh that was you could see the interior of that hotel room where I nice. basically didn't leave for three days eating El Monterey. <laughs> I'm telling you, it'll get you there. I mean, there, you know, we've talked about the supersonic and fast food burritos. Mm-hmm. This is the closest I found that could, that can, that can, that can hang mm-hmm. out in that weight class. Like they can punch. All right. Okay, back so back to, you, to me. Yep. Uh, okay. Then the TJs I passed on, I'm going to take now. Um, and I have perfected the, uh, I've perfected making this possibly more than any frozen food on earth and it is the trader joe's pot stickers um they have them in both chicken and pork and i think they also have veggie but i've never bought them like so chicken or (laughs) pork trader joe's pot stickers um they are frozen uh they they come with like a recommended method of like a little olive oil in the pan and you kind of fry one side of them a little bit and then mm-hmm. put it to a certain temperature and steam it for a while and then put mm-hmm. some water in there and then just let it steam for a while and then take them off and this and that. So I've tried different temperatures. Like I used to have a little, uh, back at our condo in St. Louis, I had like a little, I drew a little notch on the one burner of exactly the heat <laughs> of where to turn it to that you wouldn't yes, burn the sir. bottom but you'd get them nice and brown and crispy like when you get a pot sticker from a you know you order it delivery or whatever and mm. my gosh i i've gone through phases there's some in the freezer right now over there um i've gone through phases like during quarantine i was so much needed this i had to go to indianapolis this is like early may of 2020 
Uh, everything shut down, but <coughs> they had a TJ's there. And I swear I probably bought five bags of chicken, five bags of pork. Um, <laughs> just to have <laughs> them in the other freezer. Mm -hmm. Just so that, you know, when I'm going to be at, when am I going to be at a, at a Trader Joe's again? There's not one in Champagne. And so those pot stickers, I can, I, I don't know. I've just perfected how they are. I'll put them up against an, a restaurant. I'll put them up against anything the way I can make them. How's that? How's the saucer? Do you get your own? I just do my own soy sauce. So I'm just okay. eco man kind of guy. And I just do the, the soy sauce. You know, you can get the Trader Joe's one. Or the, I think even a couple of them will come with a sauce packet, like the Goyza, uh, the, the other little things they, they have in the frozen food section there at Trader Joe's. But I, I just use just the straight old, straight old soy sauce. All right. Does it come with one though? And you just side saddle it or is it not? The the pot stickers do not. The okay. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Goiza, G-O-Y-Z-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Those, which we'll sometimes get, and I'll sometimes like I'll do a ring of pot stickers with a couple of those in the middle just to yeah, mix yeah. it up. Those come with their own little frozen packet of soy sauce, which is another frozen marvel. Like you get it out, it's kind of thick. You put it on the counter, you're making your stuff, it is runny within like it's back to room temperature in three seconds. Really, I don't understand how some things defrost that quickly, like the like the Uncrustable, but but they do. Yeah, I usually uh, get the uh, a hot like cup of water for yeah. for similar things. So that's beautiful. Yep. All right, man. I mean, this, this is I, I'm feeling really good because th these were my main four frozen foods, <laughs> hands down. You haven't had a you haven't had a swerve yet. <laughs> I want to steal I something, all, man. All I want to. I want to pull something out. Oh, I've got a couple here that you might. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, right, man. I got to vouch for the. Um, Costco has several different kinds of gyoza and, and pot stickers that I've tried. The little dumplings, and I always find myself back at Trader Joe's for those too. So yeah, they're the king of the frozen foods. They really yeah. are. I I don't get it. I don't. I don't know what they have. They. They hired the right team. Yeah, the the I've, we got like the I've I've tried the uh, was it the Bibby Go? Uh, yeah, those ones the they're Bibigo. okay. Right, they're they're all right, but uh, they they do and they they only give you a tray of six anyway, so you got to buy like nineteen packs to get your fill. Right. So it's not worth yep. it, but you know they they they're a decent flavor. I usually get like the beef uh, version of them, and and they they're okay, but you know. I dig that you can get like bags of them, dude. That's what I want. I want a bag of them. Give yep. me a bag of them, damn it. A bag of six. A bag. Yeah. Or a 56. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Uh, this All will right. be coming back around to you for your, uh, this will be what? Four and five. Yeah. Four and five. Yeah. So I'm going to use these two picks to go into my old school OG categories. So the first one, it's it's actually something that I haven't used or haven't consumed or eaten in a while, but because it was such a part of my life for so long, I have to include it on the list. And so if I go back maybe five years ago, um, there was a period probably from 2016 to 2018 where I ate for breakfast the plain Jimmy Dean sausage biscuits for breakfast two of them every <laughs> single day for <laughs> never change. And so I, 
thinking they've, they've kind of fallen out of my out of my life and now of course now i'm talking about them i'm, I'm really craving one now right but that's going on and so this is why i have to talk about my hack because you know i had it for just have them every day and i was so, about to say man because those take a lot of care yeah Re- reheating but, biscuits are, are a tough animal man so please so it, it, it was all about the sausage so my hack was i would take the sausage out toast two egg waffles and make a little waffles sausage damn ah, and mm. it was fantastic. Right. a little extra work mm. a little extra effort but so good yeah that's I, a I was, little mcgriddle-ish mm. yeah exactly mm. yep so interesting so yeah. when you would just go for the sausage biscuit isn't that yes. the open one half of it o- open one end but keep it in the plastic and yep. heat yep. it in the exactly. microwave yep exactly yeah. and, and and again th- there was there was they were inconsistent now, you, you get a a biscuit that was perfect one time then you have a biscuit that was like fossilized the next time exactly exactly that was that's always my concern with that right is is the timing of getting that you know the edge of the biscuit that's closest to where it's vented open will get like really fried to where it's rubber and you're yeah. pulling it off i just really struggled with that yeah and, and I, I i tried the croissants and i tried the the bowls and, and I always come, would come back to just the regular old sausage because I like the sausage so much that would that was like my protein yeah. two two sausage patties and the, the biscuit was kind of side side saddle but still it was because it was such a, a staple of my life for so long I, I couldn't uh, leave them off this list um, plus no, that's, that's, that's what that. Jimmy Dean does man they, they, they are <laughs> they are the Abe Froman of like frozen foods dude mm-hmm. they are <laughs> they are mm-hmm. the sausage king dude so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you. And those also, man, you can get a bag of those too. I remember like yep. they came, they didn't come in like, I mean, they might've had small versions, but it was usually like either the 30 pack box or like it was one of those like breakfast foods that you knew you were set for a while. Yep. And then I'm going to another old school. And I think it's, I'm the first person to dip into the frozen dessert category. Unless you count. Mm. Across the I'm going again, old school. Frozen drumsticks, frozen drumstick cones. Yeah, I mean, just, oh, wow, just yeah. We would we typically get, and we still we have some in the freezer right now. I get the three pack that has the yep. the dipped version with the the mint mm. and the chocolate and the plain and the I don't like the I, my wife always takes the ones with the nuts on them because I don't I don't like that part of it. But it, nothing better than eating the whole drumstick and you get down to the bottom part of the cone. The bottom like the bite, dude. Chocolate. Yes the bottom there man that is the best i eat that it's, it's just a hunk of chocolate yes the genius maneuver let's, let's add a little chunk of chocolate the little oh, reward yeah. the, man that was genius that was the best part of it still it's so. it's almost like when you uh when you go to like those bougie uh um, luxury boxes and they give you like the shots of um cream liqueur in the chocolate shot glasses you know yeah it's yep. like that because like there's just a little there's some melted ice cream in like a little pocket in yep. a big hunk of chocolate and that cone around it and it's just like that last like inch and a quarter is just the perfect bite man perfect like I, bite. I, I, I live <laughs> and i know it's coming i'm enjoying my drive but yep. i know like the end of it is going to yep. be the greatest <laughs> bite of all time dude yep so, so two two old school ones there for my picks five and mm. four five Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, for my pick five, um, I haven't done this in a while. I, I, like Tyler's saying, like this is you know way back machine. Like <clears throat> I guess if I 
What I'm trying to say is I'm about to go buy this at the store tomorrow because it's going to remind me of what it was. So, okay, let's go junior year of college. Uh, I'm living at First and Chalmers. I have an apartment with, with two other guys. Um, I had the toaster oven with me. Uh, I needed that meal uh, that was quick. I come home for lunch and then go back to class kind of thing. Uh, sometimes dinner as well. And what I became addicted to at the time was the Tyson chicken circular patty. Oh, sure. Uh, oh, yeah. And another it, it bag. Was, another bag. Yes. Like I would get, now you can get them in like, they come in like a tube kind of thing. Like you could get like the bag, but they're all just, yeah. you know, stacked up like all the way <laughs> right. in there, yeah, you know? Um, and so I would get, I would go to the store. I would get that bag of that thing, a thing of American cheese. I would have some mayonnaise and yep. two pieces of white bread. And that was like, I would sometimes do buns if I was like, you know, willing to spend more or I would just buy the cheapest white bread possible. And it was like the cheap college meal. Come home, two of them out of the freezer, straight into the toaster oven, go do whatever I'm doing, this and that. They cook pretty fast for a frozen food in a little toaster oven. Yep. Pull them out, slice the cheese on each of them, put them either on a bun or whatever, with a little mayo, lunch, and gone. And I I just went over and over and over with the, with the Tyson patties. Um, I, I tried to branch out. I tried other ones. Whatever Mr. No. Tyson was doing no, is no, correct. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> Schwann's, had, Schwann's had a version, too. We, we tried right. to mess with those, and they weren't, they weren't as good. Correct. It's, it's only the Tyson ones. And so that's just, and for some reason, for me, I needed that slice of American cheese. And it couldn't be like yeah, good right. American. It couldn't be deli deluxe. It couldn't be, you know, try this. It couldn't be, don't throw any monster on there. It has to be just your old slice of American cheese. Yeah. The neon uh, Tyson square, chicken man. patty and some type of it, white bread. It makes no sense, but it's perfect. Like you, you don't, you don't get American, you don't eat American cheese on chicken now. I mean, it, but yes. I, I, yes. I ate the exact same meal at the exact time, same time of my life. The same product. I think I, we must have the same apartment. Maybe I left some in the freezer for you several years later. But yes. I did the same thing with, with, with American cheese. And I think, like, who puts American cheese on chicken? But it works. It, was, it, yep. it, 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 it works. hit right. It hit yep. right. I know, uh, like, uh, fish connoisseur Bobby over here is like the way that, like, when you have it on a fillet of fish. Like why yes. why the You're cheese right. on there? But when you get the fillet of fish at McDonald's, it needs that that slap yep. of mostly melted <laughs> cheese because you don't put it on while it's in the toaster oven, which you probably should do. You put yes. it on when you put it on the bread, so then it, you get like the mostly melted. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, that's the way to do it, and that's yeah. Yep, nailed it. It was it was so much of you know. <laughs> You needed simplicity and you needed like, like repetition was key in college for whatever reason of like, yep. you know, you just have this thought where you're on your own for the first time and you're not eating dorm food or whatever, your first apartment or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had done, I had done dorm freshman year and lived my fraternity sophomore year where there was, you know, like meals and there was somebody preparing food. So this is my first like going to the store prepare you know, like of my life like <laughs> right, I right, I'm right. in charge of every meal. So <laughs> you just have that you just have that realization at that age you're 20 or whatever of like hold on a second I could do this for every meal. <laughs> yeah. Like no Nobody's one is going to stop me. You need, you need to mix that up a little bit, you know. I'm <laughs> nope. like wait, 
if I just bought three loaves of white bread and like six <laughs> packages of these, it was like I could just keep doing it over and over and over until I get sick. You know, and so that was that meal for me of like, wait, I, nothing is stopping me from having that for breakfast. You know, like it, it could happen. I, I, I make the decisions now. <clears throat> that was Beautiful. that was a moment for me. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, I'm 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 officially gonna. I got in my last two picks. I got to pull out my glue guy, and uh, this is a versatile product. It can be eaten on its own. It can be a side dish. But I also, uh, when I make Italian beef, when I do anything, I'm taking the. Uh, without further ado, without me teasing it further, the New York bakery texas toast with cheese wow the frozen loaf it comes pre-sliced you just peel them and bake them it's borderline impossible to ruin them they're done in like five maybe six minutes that is but they're always crispy the crust is so beautiful but like that is such a good call i do I, i if i have leftover like fettuccine alfredo i used to make a sandwich i'd affectionately called the fredo where like you still got that congealed leftover pasta and you throw it in between two of these bad boys if you know again midwestern if i got like a crock pot of italian beef i'll throw it in there but even if i'm just making you know just uh your run-of-the-mill red sauce meal i mean nothing goes along better you the crust you can almost peel it off in its exact shape and if you want to scoop something up it, it's the the buttery garlic everything about it is i've never had a bad bite on any of them it's always consistent always crispy always delicious staple of my wife's family's family dinners always big, oh yeah big thing of the frozen mm. and sometimes you do have the uh the hard loaf though where you're trying <laughs> like you're trying to break them off man and it's just not happening you got to get a butter knife off and yep. kind of get in between them. <laughs> so I guess that's the only chink in the armor is that like, you know, you might get a little more garlic on one or the other. If you have to break it. So I'm like, is this messing with me, man? Why can't this pre sliced, man? Why can't I just break this loaf? But <laughs> yeah, you get like eight, eight slices. It's perfect. We got a family of four so we can, we can both get two for just getting in. But yeah, if I'm, making any kind of sandwiches too it, it just it kicks it up a little notch you can even do grilled cheese with them whatever but yeah that's that's my like most versatile like i have three boxes of them at least at all time dude like ah you know what this would be good but you know it'd be really good if we threw it on a little bit of that texas toast <laughs> man that so, is so good that's like i like again that that's one of those foods that was always around when the boys were around like they would always want it with dinners and things like that. But once yeah. they get older and go away, you just forget about it. So this, like you were, that's I'm, I'm floating on that pick right now. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's right. Like as far as like in that frozen bread category in that, like how do they make it frozen and then make it taste so much so it's right so when it was just crispy. frozen. It's so even the middle, like, I mean, you, cause yeah. You can flip it so both sides can get equally like the center yes. will get even. You know, a lot of times just the crust, but the middle will be doughy. 
but you yes. can get it so that there'll be just a, enough of the brown on the on the top and bottom so that it's crispy all the way through. Yeah. And I can't yep. beat it. That's one of the few things like some things I'm like, all right, if I really wanted to, you know, break out my breadcrumbs and like, you know, I can maybe make a better fried chicken or whatever. As hard as I've tried, I don't think I've ever made better garlic bread than mm-hmm. the Texas toast guard. Like, you know, I've made yep. good, I've you know, gotten fresh loaves from the bakery and sliced them in half and painted them and cut them up and perfectly fine. But it's, it's, I, it didn't beat it. They may have been neck and neck, but I, I am mm-hmm. not beating, especially, mm-hmm. yeah, especially the New York bakery. That's my, that's, that's my one Pepper's farm has a couple that they're not bad. And mm-hmm. the New York bakery one, they make croutons too. Like they, they got something figured out, dude. They, they, they know the right butter composition. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right. Now comes a tough one. It's always tough with your last one because I've got a lot of things I want to take. Do I want to take your dessert pick? Uh, Had me reeling because I have a few of them on here. Ah, screw it. I'm just going to do it because we've been talking about things that we don't have here in Champagne, And I've got no shame in my game. I was going to be between two, but I'll save that for the free agent mentions since I already hit on a Mexican item. I'm taking frozen White Castle sliders. I have no shame. Uh, uh, I have no shame in it, dude. I love yep. it. You can get the two-pack <clears throat> yep. at a gas station. You can uh, you can buy the bigger boxes at the grocery store. You put mm-hmm. like a damp paper towel on them. They do yep. try to tell you to put them in the sleeves, but that'll make them too hard. Like buns won't be won't be as good even though it tries to recreate the steaming mechanism you got to pull them all out you got to dampen the paper towel you put them on them but unless i'm going to indianapolis or if i'm at yeah, up in chicagoland area which is u- usually the drive through so long by the time i get there um i just need them and they have like you know the jalapeno <laughs> version they have the regular version with cheese without cheese whatever but and yeah, man. shockingly like the original. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Shockingly. If, if you don't mess up the bun and you won't with the damp paper towel, it's, it's yeah, it's like fresh off the assembly line, dude. So I'll, that, I'll dip that. They were all side of ketchup and dip, and I'll just dip yep. them in ketchup. I don't put it on mm. top. I don't mess with the cooking process. I'll just do a little dip and bite. I'll eat them just as they are without even ketchup, but I'll do, yeah. So yeah, I gotta have the White Castle sliders. They were they were on my backup list, but but it's it's kind of disingenuous because I have one I could basically walk to from here. So <laughs> right, there you go. Right to, to to do that, even though we, we've 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 bought them on the regular. So, but yes, and just for and maybe you know this, but for for future reference on your trips to Champagne, there's one in Kankakee off of a uh, 57 right there, right off the freeway. It's easy to get to. It's usually not too crowded. So nice. Okay. I'll bookmark that. I usually go to the one uh, right right over the border there. What's what's that? Brownsburg. What's what's that town? On, Covington. Right Covington. You, yeah. 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 That's the one I usually hit because I used to use the Indy Airport frequently. But um, and you know when I was younger, it was just literally ripped from the movie headlines. Like we wouldn't mind road tripping just to get a sack of twenty because it took like an hour. I mean, there you know. I mean, it, it was worth it, but uh, yeah, I know a lot of people in their personal preference, not a lot of people 
like the white, but if you do like it, as as Bobby said, it's it it hits the note. Like I can't imagine any other like yeah fast food item that I can make at home that tastes exactly like getting it from the restaurant. I've had that exact same thought. Like they they could never pull us off with a quarter pound of a cheese. There's no No, chance we would ever have. A frozen QPWC that we ever get close to. (laughs) Make your own beef and cheddar. No. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) No. Right. None of those are going to work. No. No. Shockingly, (laughs) if you make it right and you get the bread right, like you said, I honestly believe you could put them next to it. Like, yeah. Get a couple extra boxes, slide them into boxes, (laughs) put them in front of people and say, okay, tell me which one was frozen and which one I just got from White Castle. Exactly. We use yes. we use those the frozen ones, and if I'm blowing your mind here, then I, I I'm happy to, and maybe this is common knowledge, but a common Thanksgiving stuffing recipe is made mm. with White Castle burgers, and so we always get the frozen ones. That's when we usually buy it for that because it makes an amazing stuffing for Thanksgiving. I've heard bread. that. So I've heard yes. it, but I haven't been able. Yeah, to I've never back. tried. It. Yeah, you got to do it. You use the frozen ones. It's, it's <laughs> life changing. I'm the only fan in my house, so it'd have to be like uh, my own separate stuffing. So I haven't been able to be so bold, but I might do it because like it's not the holiday, you know. Like I might just do it as like a random Sunday meal. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna random make... July. Yeah, because I don't think stuff. of it until it's like Thanksgiving time. Like I should really make a White Castle stuffing. <laughs> I'm like, nah, you know, it'll, 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 I'm gonna take up real estate in the oven, and I'm gonna be the only one that digs it, but. And it's good. I'm going to do, uh, you know, Thanksgiving in April and I'm, I'm going to make my own stuffing. So, yes, I'm motivated now. Thank you, Tyler. All right. So, so my my sixth pick and this was a your two picks were a roller coaster for me. So my last pick quite literally was going to be the White Castle. Um, I, oh. I, I believe it to be this. However, when you mentioned the Texas toast, mm-hmm. In my mm-hmm. brain, I changed my pick of like, look, White Castle's there and it's this thing. But you mentioned the Texas toast and specifically our conversation about bread and frozen bread and how do they get it soft and how do they get it right uh, <clears throat> led to a recent pick. This is only in the last 18 months that I've even discovered this. But it made me realize that it needs to be on my list. <clears throat> and that is, and you may not even be aware I don't even know if it's been around for three years. That's what I'm talking. I'm, I'm, I'm at the edge of my seat, baby. Come on. <laughs> uh, yep. And maybe, maybe you have. And, and it also steals from something Tyler had earlier. It is the Grand's Frozen Biscuits. Oh. So not the tube. No. I've been dude. a, the family's coming over. We're going to have a Sunday morning breakfast. I'm going to make it pop a tube. Just get the Grand, put the things on there. The frozen biscuits are twice as good as the tubes. What? Three times as good as the tubes. <laughs> oh, the I was, the uh, the, so you just kind of I want to go grab it out of the freezer right now. Like show you <laughs> yes. what it is. Uh, they have like three styles, and just the like right. the original ones are the best. But like, wait, did we, Tyler, when you were here two weeks ago, did we did Pam make those? No, it was remember. chilly. Oh, that's right. No, but like for the next morning, weren't you here the next morning? Did we have breakfast? There was, I can't remember. There leftover cornbread. Cornbread. And That's right. That's right. That's right. Cornbread and Uncrustables, obviously. Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, so 
again, only discovered 18 months ago here uh, because we had friends come into town and they made us breakfast here and at our house and they went to the store and got those and I'm like, where'd you get these biscuits? Like, are these like, like, no, don't get the tubes. Don't pop them out of the, don't get them in the refrigerators. I can go to the freezer section and get the grand's biscuits from the freezer oh, section. Man. And they are, and I'm not kidding. Like it is, it's the same. It's, it's probably one guy. He was like a professor somewhere. And then he went to work for <laughs> yeah. like all these frozen food companies and like, okay, look, you know, this quality of this turns into bread. And when you thaw it and then you cook it immediately, it does this. And it'll make your frozen breads taste perfect. Whatever that, whatever that professor came up with, that's what this is. So I had to switch from the White Castle to this just to get it on onto my list. Grand's wow. frozen buttermilk biscuits. I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to get them. I'm a B and G guy, dude. Like that's my favorite mm-hmm. breakfast food mm-hmm. by far. Biscuits. And Stack gravy. them together. Like they, it will tell you. Like put the little frozen discs right next to each other. Um, and then they cook up, you know, just like biscuits your 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 grandparents were making or whatever. Um, but you, you stack them real close together on the pan, get the heat right, make sure you're not too low or too close to the heat and burn in the bottom or anything like that, which is yeah. standard of any biscuit baking. But I'm telling you, these frozen biscuits are like I don't know how they do it, but they're so so good. I'm gonna need the Grants people, the Pillsbury people, to get together with the Jimmy Dean's people to create the perfect biscuits. It's a good point. It's a good point. Yes. Boom. Yes. Boom. That's, yes. That's a marriage. In the, I'm going <laughs> to have to get on the, the Twitter verse after this to start mm-hmm. introducing some people. Make, make some magic, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So am I, am I Mr. You're bringing Arola us home, Tyler. Mm-hmm. This is right, it. So I, believe this lasted so long um but i was saving it because it wasn't really a, a staple this is kind of like i've done done breakfast i've done lunch i've done dinner i've done the, the dessert but this is my glue guy pick to, to use robert's terms and it's probably appropriate because of all the foods that we've that i've mentioned or picked this is probably the the frozen and gets used the most still on the regular it's from a frozen potato selection and i've tried them all is what i always go back to and whether we are having hamburgers on the grill or we are making sandwiches at home it's just there's always a bag of frozen or rotted tater tots in the free in the freezer and and you know the frozen where you're going the frozen french fries don't oven bake very well but the tater tots are perfection in the oven so Mm -hmm. That's I was trying to write down Orida tater tots as you started into the potato thing, just to be able to hold yeah. it up and say, I know exactly where you're going. Has to be yeah. Orida, has to be the top. Yeah, and, and I've tried many brands. There's like gourmet brands they have at the, at the um, grocery stores up here, but I always find myself back at Orida. And uh, so I think that's my, uh, my, my solid last pick, as, as again, probably the, the most frequently used frozen item of anything on my list bar. So definitely. And they've tried to they they try to do extra crispy they try to do yeah. crispy crowns those aren't as good you Easy gotta have like so much yeah you gotta have the OG yep. yep you you know there's somebody in those meetings like some guy who's been at a ride after 35 years and they're like what if we try this what if we try cheesy blah 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 and he's like guys we have the product here we don't need to I don't care what the marketing team is telling you <laughs> just push our product. 
Because what been we have is years. amazing. You put the damn plane for frozen tentacles in the oven and get the hell out of the way. That's right. <laughs> Shut up. That's right. That's exactly right. Yes, it is. It, it is the go. Yes, it's 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 unreal. Then Napoleon Dynamite came out and revived the whole industry. You know, like <laughs> give me the tots. You know, and everything. Yes. Like, oh shit. <laughs> But even like the one place, and I mean, I love them for putting them in their burritos. But like Sonic, Sonic they they their consistency is worse than what I can make at home. Yes, like yep. I never get tots with their burgers. I never get it with like as a side there because they even with a deep fryer, they can't m- m- compare to the quality of what I can do in the oven with just. God, that's a good point. Like his pick here might be one of the top picks of the entire thing because. How many foods are there that it has to be that frozen choice? Yep. You could right. you could you could get four chefs together to try and beat it. They're like, nope, nope, just right. some oritas tossed in the oven. Sorry, that's that's got you. I know, and, I know you tried you, for a half hour, you can't get it. And when there. you go to a gourmet restaurant and, you, and you're like, oh, they have tots as a side, you're like, I'm gonna get tots. You always say it, you're always comparing it to orita, even yes. if you pay $7.99 for a side of tater tots, you're like, eh. It's all right. It's not all right, though, but so. God, this could be getting Tom Brady late in the draft. It really could be. And the well, more I think yeah. about it, it's such a good, such a good selection. Because if anybody does it at a restaurant, they're always putting like Parmesan and garlic on them or yeah. chili or some other way that is just the vessel. It's not the actual tot yeah. because they know they can't stand alone, man. Not, not very many places. That's the only Sonic's the only one I could think of. I mean, I've had like truffle tots. Like people always have their like duck fat tots. Like <laughs> it's like yeah. we gotta do something yeah. to make these to make it everybody know that our standalone tots are not all right of quality. Goddamn it! <laughs> yeah, so throw right. some <laughs> herbs and parm and pepper and dip them and redip them. Like yes. they can't just do the standalone tots because everybody's just like, mm-hmm. eh. Yeah, I wish I like got fries, man. It's like Ron Swanson and his hamburgers. What is it? It's a frozen potato. There you go. Yes, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Ketchup on it. I don't care. Whatever. Yes. It's a frozen potato. <laughs> yeah. Yep. God, that's All right, a man. Pick. That is a beautiful bag we just constructed right there, my friends. Yes. Anybody want to uh, hit some of the free, uh, you know, Unrestricted free agents that'll be picked up by teams later. What else do you have on your list that yeah, you feel? I'll just lightning round my I'll lightning round the ones that are still on my list. There's a Costco frozen pizza that's that's relatively new. It's Detroit style. It's kind of literally mm-hmm. called the Detroit style frozen pizza. I don't know what happened at the Champagne Costco because it kind of varies in selection. Comes in a big square. Um, they have a, it's fantastic. Um, also, do you have lots of matzo pizzas in Champagne? You ever seen those? I mean, it literally, it's called Lotsa with two Z's and Matza with two Z's. And, and it's like <laughs> six inches of cheese on top of the frozen beans. Oh, it's, no. It's, I definitely would have uh, noticed that. I definitely would have yeah. noticed that. It's uh, it's fantastic. Um, I left off the t- Trader Joe's orange chicken because it was a tough mm-hmm. cut, but that's mm-hmm. really solid stuff. And uh, and that's 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 all I had on my on my big board. So those are my my free agents that weren't uh, didn't get drafted. <clears throat> yeah, my main free agent was bagel bites. I went through yeah, a long, long, long phase of bagel bites. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. I figured someone would, would have those on the list. Yeah, I think the only 
<clears throat> like the main reason I didn't pick him is like for for whatever reason I would all I would always have like the overcooked one and the undercooked one. Like I, I think it was the the thickness that like yeah. you know by the time you got the really thick one cooked, some were drying out, and you know or you know maybe it was just the roundness, like it was a bigger piece. But like you know you try it, and it's like oh that one's still cold inside. And you put them back in. So that the, the reason I couldn't put them on my list, even though they were a statement, like I like them, but it's just too just the inconsistency there. It was a ranch dipper, you know. Like if you made bagel bites, you probably had like the Hidden Valley squirt, and mm-hmm. that that you know it was a late night snack. And when you said um, toaster oven, I immediately thought bagel bites because fifteen of those fit the tray perfectly. Three mm-hmm. rows of five fit exactly yes. in point. the tray and slid yep. in man so like when everybody yep. says like the tray i immediately in my head because that always <laughs> was like far out man like it fits perfectly like that was always like the thing like i can fit 15 of these guys in here perfectly man <laughs> and then the one off the wall selection that i had that We've used it so many things. Is I guarantee we'll have a bag in the freezer right now. Is frozen blueberries. Like we use uh, my my wife makes a lot of like shakes, like a protein shake, or just mm-hmm. she'll blend stuff or whatever. So yeah, yeah. we always have it. But then you're making pancakes; it's there to just toss in, you know. Or yeah. you you make the ego and you just put a couple blueberries on top with it, you know. There. We have found that we go to that bag of blueberries for little thing here or a little garnish there, or a little thing here. And it just became like the bag of frozen fruit that's always, always in there. So yeah, if, if you could go in the last 10 years, since we've been married, go over the last 15 years of, of what's the most consistent thing in the freezer, it's hands down a bag of frozen blueberries. Yeah, it's probably the only fruit that doesn't that freezes well. Everything else is kind of mushy and, and runny. Yes, once it thaws out, blueberries hold their consistency pretty well. I'll toss we, it in a cereal. Like I'll I'll just throw a couple of frozen blueberries in with some kind of cereal I'm eating and just add a little fruit pop. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's uh, it's the most consistent food in our freezer. We uh, we were peaches, frozen peach family, because uh, mm. my 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 oldest son really got into them. And they'd go in and out of season. So we bought the frozen peaches. They they hold up okay. But uh late night, dude, a little vanilla ice cream and a few frozen peaches in the uh in the milkshake maker. I don't have a pizzazz, but I have a milkshake maker. And this is the universal symbol for that, apparently, for all the people <laughs> yes. listening at home. Hey, yes. this doesn't look good, but you know, luckily this isn't a visual medium. But yeah, the milkshake maker uh, for the peach milkshake. So yeah, we always did that. Um <laughs> Circling around Asian food just doesn't do well, you know, as far as, you know, you mentioned there are some dumplings. They're definitely, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. But um, innovation, you know, props on the on the wordplay mm-hmm. there. I love it. They, and it wasn't a sexy pick, so I didn't put it on there. But they have a steamed white rice that is killer. For five minutes in the in the microwave, it, it, it you can it's universal. I mean, I know making rice isn't really that difficult to do, but it's another pot of pan or whatever. But so as far as a versatile pick, I definitely had it on there, but it wasn't ever gonna be picked. The Jose Olay beef chimichangas, gotta mm-hmm. get a shout out to those. Those things have the been mini, right. 
ride or dive with me for so many years, man. It's been like one of my, one of the lost members of my crew. I just had to shout out Jose Olay, dude. I love your chimneys, dude. They're amazing. What'd you say? I said the little tiny ones, right? You're talking about the little bites. Oh, no, they make the big beef chimichangas. They do make taquitos. They do make taquitos and other things. They, the Jose Olea has a whole range of of frozen uh, Mexican goodies. Mini mini chimneys, too, but maybe I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make the minis, but they make a a big, like, uh, beef and cheese one. It's it's fantastic. Um, Mm. uh, State Farm mini corn dog bites. Those are always good. I love those. Really great. Yep. Um, I almost went for the just the the standard State Farm corn dog. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They they can get really close to, uh, but you got to get the crisp right. You can't like a I soggy know, corn I dog. Know. You got to rotate it so often in there. It's yes. so high maintenance, and the sticks get hot. You're right. Just... You think you don't need a glove for the sticks? <laughs> right. you grab the stick. You got a little line of burn down <laughs> yeah. your finger. You yeah. burning? Yes. Shout was... anybody who needs to burn their prints before they're getting called <laughs> exactly. in the police station. Just get exactly. some State Farm corn dog. Just pinch that stick. <laughs> You leave a, a line straight down your print. <laughs> Plus, you have like the alibis, like, "Oh, sir, we know what you're trying to do now, nah, man." I was making. St- okay, your story checks out. Okay, carry on. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. And then uh, I did want to. It it's just defunct, and kind of a uh, based on the spokesman, kind of a uh, canceled topic. But I, I needed to shout out Pudding Pops. Those things were the were so freaking amazing as a frozen. Yeah, they kid. really were. I tried to make my own. I've done so many recipes with Cool Whip and and pudding and all. It's, you just can't. The yep. frozen sheath on the outside, and then the goodness. Oh man! And then uh, yep. Farm and that Ridge. was another sh- that was another Schwann's thing that they had the push pops like the they'd have the orange creamsicle yep. kind of push yep, pop. Yep. You get a little disc and you're shoving it through. Yeah, <laughs> yep. That was some good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> man. And then, oh. yeah, like I said them earlier, the the golden nuggets that kind of tasted like the champ bars you used to be able to get it like um at, at the ballpark. They had those with like the the nuts and the caramel and everything under oh and um farm rich jalapeno poppers are the best jalapeno poppers I could find on the market. So, but they weren't really top six worthy. But you know, again, I I opened up with talking about a a Super Bowl party. If you want to get some poppers on your menu, yeah, on your menu, you can do. What Much worse. What brand again was that? I'm not. Farm Rich uh, makes a jalapeno popper, a, a frozen jalapeno. Yeah, they make a jalap- a bag of jalapeno poppers, dude. They're 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 they'll get you there. They they're akin to yeah. the um to the uh to the Arby's ones without the Bronco Berry sauce, but uh they're, yeah, they're that, that would be going to the cabinet, not like changing my own oil. I can do it, but that's too labor intensive. You know, if I can find a jalapeno right. popper that that saves me, I am yeah set me up with yes yeah yeah farm rich uh r-i-c-h farm rich jalapeno poppers they have like a a bag of them and then i i tried when we were trying (laughs) farm rich was uh god bless you for your name because i tried when we were you know through the various years of trying to eat like healthier or whatever i convinced my wife that farm rich frozen uh products were organic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like they're, they're farm rich i, I mean they're, you know all, they're all natural <laughs> they're completely like you know sure. uh-huh. so I, <laughs> she didn't read the she didn't read the ingredients or anything like that i'm like it's it's, it's right there it's farm rich you know it's all it's, organic it's, it's, all... Farm. it's farm farm <laughs> in the freezer 
it's rich. He's bringing them from farm to freezer to table. That's right. that's what Rich does. That's why he's farm rich. But uh, yeah, so that that got me through some some tough days. So, uh, all right, man. Before we go, do you guys uh, what's going on at uh, lineiboard.com? How's how's it going over there, man? We just came off a couple couple nail biters. <laughs> yeah, Tyler got to write about the last. Yeah, I was in Chicago. I didn't go up. For for that uh, little uh, for where we appropriately wore our home lights in in their opposing team's gym, um, yeah. it's always good to beat the beat the nerds, um, <laughs> meet everyone back. You know, this season just, just, just I want to I, I want a month of an entire healthy team and see what this this group can really do because it's just been tough. It's so disjointed all season, and they've done you know Underwood's done an amazing job I think to this point, you know, holding the things together. But if if we don't get some consistency and practicing consistency in games. It's going to be a tough month because we got a lot of tough games after an easy first half of the big 10 season. So February is sure. a grind. Cause I, that was kind of my, the topic of my article from this morning is that the, this we're in the grind right now, the big 10 season and, and get some tough, tough games coming up and need to finish strong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My wife brought up the uniform thing too. I'm like, obviously because they need to be black and gold at home. I like, I don't, those, those, those Western Gothic fonts <laughs> slack uniforms are the worst in college sports they're, they're awful. it's trash dude Just she's like trash. i thought they were purple and and, yeah. and i'm like yeah I, I don't have time to get into it this game's too close sure. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get into it but yeah they're just just realize it's trash yeah but yeah it's gonna be a good one and hopefully uh we can use this time to uh go ahead and Start a Twitter campaign for Trent Frazier's Defensive Player of the Year in the Big Ten. I did my uh, part. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, you got you got a huge. Uh, I didn't. I didn't go to the original, so I like retweeted it with a quote tweet. I didn't see how many the numbers that you tweeted. It was, did. That was everywhere. It was the most response I've ever had to anything I've ever tweeted. The, the impression. I would think it was like a hundred thousand some impressions. That's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. You're making a difference in the whole campaign. I like it. There you go. Absolutely, <clears throat> man. Because it's it's ridiculous, man. And and uh, and Underwood said it in his own press conference. Like, obviously, they're not talking to coaches, right? Because I guarantee you, other coaches definitely recognize what a force trend is on the defensive end. Yeah, I mean, and, it's, it's a list of twenty. It's a list of twenty guys. There's only about four or five guards on the list because it's usually <laughs> guys who block a lot of shots mm-hmm. or. Get a lot of steals and so it's it, there's really not a lot of guard typically on the list that on right. these, that's the player of the year sets it's usually a center for whatever reason even though last year it was david mitchell from baylor who actually has worse man-to-man defensive stats um than trent does this year which i should have yep. tweeted whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> there's always time there's always time yeah, yeah we got a, we got a month <laughs> <laughs> save the tweets all right fellas i appreciate this Thank you for wrapping up this frozen food bag of six. Uh, Paniacs, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to leave that five-star rating. Know you can find me on all, well, maybe not all. I still haven't made a TikTok video yet, but I'm there as well. You can find me at PainPro, P-A-I-G-N-P-R-O. Just recently started Instagram, coming along slowly but surely. And take care, everyone. <laughs>